car? Yes, of course. Thanks. Hello and welcome back to Scream 101. I'm Brennan. And I'm Sergio. And this is the final episode of our Vampire Month. Has it been a whole month? Yeah. Yes, it has. This is our first full month of podcasting, which is crazy. Um, how, how do you feel, Sergio? Hopefully your trusted viewership hasn't abandoned me. Matt, I'm so sorry if I've ever spoken out against you. Yeah, I, I, I think they'll like you. I like you. Yeah, yeah, Cool. Thank you. Uh, you know what I don't like? What don't you like? Star Trek Into Darkness. That's good. Nobody does. This week, our final vampire film was Vampires. Or Vampires. Or Vampires. It's whatever. It's, Could it's, be Vampires. It's spelled with a Y because why not? Uh, uh, got him. Yeah, without further ado, let's go into the plot. Why not? Two bisexual vampires charm unwary victims into joining them at their castle for a midnight snack and more. What's the more? Oh, uh, the Moors? Well, there were no black people in this film, so. Yeah, there wasn't. Hashtag Hollywood so white. Well, it's not. It's England. It's still Hollywood. No? Like, it's not a Hollywood film? Yeah. Oh, I had no idea. Oh, sorry. I was, because I assume that all movies are associated with Hollywood, because. N- nope, not the British ones from the 70s. Fine, fine. Right. Or, or there's some that are Bollywood. Okay. This is not a rich vein of comedy, so let's keep going. We rate every film out of five on scariness, campiness, effects, and quality. So why don't we start with scariness for Sergio? Sergio, were you scared by vampires? Not at all. I was so bored by it. I was so angry that you made me take a nap beforehand because I could have slept through this entire movie (laughs) and probably understood it better than how I understand it now. This movie was kind of like taking a nap. In the... And that nothing happens. And I was and exhausted. I was more exhausted afterwards yeah, than I was before. Exactly. Um, I gave it zero fangs. If we're still using fangs as a form of... Um, we're still not because fangs is for effects. Oh, whatever. We never were. It screams. Zero plots. I give it zero plots. You're the worst. I am not. All right. So uh, zero plots. Um, um, and it literally had zero plot. Zero screams. I give it zero screams. I wasn't scared at all. I was flat out bored. I thought it was an interesting concept. Okay. The opening shot was great. Okay. The yes. opening shot had us interesting. Yes, queen. Um, there's going to be. The only part of the movie that was interesting. Yeah. Um, are we allowed to reveal what happened? Yeah. Oh, as always, there are spoilers in this discussion. All right. Um, so what happened was there's these two lovely ladies and they're like, you know, doing some. Yeah, some ladies of the night. Uh, ladies of the night. They're doing the do, you know, just making sweet, sweet love. and w- By which we mean. Like licking each other's nipples because this is a tried and true soft core movie. Mm-hmm. Just two la- like naked ladies just enjoying each other's company in the sheets. And then all of a sudden some man shows up and shoots them both dead. And we're not really offered an explanation for that. It just quickly trend, uh, moves to the next scene with them hitchhiking. Yep. And then that's basically the rest of the movie. Yeah. No, uh, I agree. Um, I give, I'm giving it one out of five scariness. Um, because I I've never given a zero because I like to stick to whole numbers, uh, but I was not scared by this movie at all. This movie is 
like for a softcore lesbian vampire film nothing interesting happens and i'm not saying this as a member of the lgbt community like i love myself some exploitation that's why i watch the friday the 13th movies i may not have a vested interest in bared breasts but i love the lengths that filmmakers will go to put them in their movies Mm -hmm. like not another teen movie that was a perfect example of using breasts for no reason do you remember the exchange student? Oh, yeah. That was great. That was Look so funny. Look at me. My breasts are perky. Yes. And she sings a little bird. Yes, I remember. Beautiful. Um, but yeah. No, for this movie, the the soft core scenes are shot with such a lack of eroticism. I feel like it was just directed by an alien from another planet who didn't understand how why our human forms like mash their belt parts together mm-hmm. oh i guess i'm writing it on scariness not sexiness i should probably talk about scariness mm-hmm. um but it there's, wasn't scary there's none of that in the movie it's not interesting like i'm so upset because that opening scene was so gonzo it's got boobs and girls making out and they get both get shot and like i expect them to like come back to life and like murder the person and like it turns out they're not the victim they're the monster but i was accrediting too much intelligence on this film it was so it there's nothing, literally nothing there. They walk around, they drink a lot of wine, they run out to the street to hitchhike and bring more people back, lather, rinse, repeat, literally until seven minutes before the movies end. That's it. Yeah. It's so boring. I don't got much to add to that. All right. I wasn't scared at all. I gave it zero, so. Yeah, so what's your campiness score? Campiness, I gave it two. I thought it was campy in that they were both naked and not making a lot of sense in what they were saying. Yeah. Um, oh, literally, no line of dialogue ever makes any semblance yeah. of sense. There wasn't really a running narrative. Um, there was no jokes at all, um, except maybe the men, I uh, guess. Except the film itself. Yeah. The men were kind of a joke, I guess, but not intentionally. Nothing was a joke. Was this movie like an art film? Do you know that? I hope not, because there's nothing artistic about it. But, I mean, there was nothing, like, I guess conventional or uh, commercial about it, which would make me think that it's an art film. Uh, actually, there are some people who compared it to the works of Jean Renoir, so I guess it's art artful in some genre someone's way. mind yeah uh i thought the men were dumb that was i guess some part of campiness yeah oh sorry speaking of where was that dude originally going yeah they never went to where they were going they were just in love with these women which made me think that they were succubus but i guess that says what you were saying that you gave this movie too well, much credit no well i mean vampires are seductive that's like part of what they do you don't have like succubus is a similar thing but they don't drink blood Okay. As far as but I know. These ladies didn't even have fangs as far as we knew. No, that was so strange. Um, instead of like biting the necks of their victims, that happened once, I think. But they don't have fangs. They're just ladies who take showers together. Mm-hmm. Um, they lure men in and they like stab them, I yeah, guess, and lick them. the blood off. Like they're... It was more like, because uh, both of them at one point, there's this guy just covered in stab wounds and they're just like li- lapping up the blood. Um, it's more like what happens if you have two dogs and you come home from work and they're just jumping all over you and licking you like crazy mm-hmm. more than like a vampire act. But no, okay. So this guy, uh, basically the main male character in this film is this guy who gets, uh, well, he, he gets hitchhiked upon. I don't know what the word for that is. He gets hiked he is a good Samaritan. Yeah. This sexy lady is like, hey, can you give me a ride home? I live in this giant mansion. That's actually the place where they shot the Rocky Horror Picture Show, which is awesome. Uh, best thing about the movie. Um, 
That was their whole budget was the house. Yeah, basically. So they take this dude back to the house. He sleeps with her for about 18 hours, uh, wakes up the next morning. Uh, we watch him drive away, and we're like, oh, good, he's leaving because mm-hmm. he has, like, this weird cut on his on the inside of his arm, and we're like, maybe you should leave that place because the girl's not even there anymore. Um, but then he goes to a nearby trailer where two, a couple is camping has them give him first aid and then goes back to the house and just chills in his car for another 18 hours. Yep. Then has some more sex, all this stuff. And it's like, he's slowly growing weaker and weaker as the movie progresses. By that the way. too. But at this point, this is of his own volition mm-hmm. up until that point. And then they kind of like drug him and weaken him and whatnot. But where was, where was he going on that highway? Does he not have family or friends or a job or a parakeet to feed <laughs> or what? There's nothing. Dude was just, so in love with Beth. Well, he's such an empty character that he can be pulled out of his entire life and nothing will. None of these people are characters, though. Well, Maybe yeah. the couple who was camping. Barely, whatever. He's just a shell. Actually, I'm going to call it motel hell disease because in that movie, um, a girl gets in a motorcycle accident and her boyfriend gets killed. And there's a motel like right next to where they get killed like in the backwoods mm-hmm. and she stays at this motel for months and decides to marry the owner of the hotel <gasps> congrats and it's like weren't you going somewhere when you were motorcycling <laughs> yeah. around like it's crazy um anyway my campiness thing the the lesbian bed death at the beginning great mm-hmm. great work there's a oh god oh my i totally forgot there's a part where the dude he's exploring this downstairs wine cellar cavern where they sleep during the day except they don't need to sleep during the day because they're constantly running around in the sunlight. Yeah. It's so confusing. The vampire and cloaks. Rules. They run around in cloaks. Yeah. The vi- Maybe that protects them. Maybe they're wizards. Could they're be. a wizard, Beth. Fran. I thought... What, no, I like her, her sexy vampire name was Fran. All right. You're a wizard, Fran. Or a witch. But yeah, he's... This movie does not follow the rules of vampirism at all, insofar as there are any. There's a part where he's ex- uh, he's exploring this subterranean area, and he lights a match, and the room instantly explodes with like fluorescent light, and it's like, wow, that's one powerful match. It's just, like, I mean, obviously they turned the spotlights on mm-hmm. so you could see the room, but I was like, it's the cheesiest looking effect. And then he walks over the threshold of a door into the next room, and that room lights up full blast like mm-hmm. a sitcom and the first room just goes dark mm-hmm. and I'm like i don't think they've ever seen a match before <laughs> a for effort a for effort yeah, a for effort good job for lighting your film also there's the fact that like s- literally seven minutes before this film ends we they were just like taunting another hitchhiker killing him drinking wine talking nonsense and we're like is this film this film is ending what's good where are they there's no possible there's no apparent gearing up towards an end of any kind there's no. so many loose ends there's this guy still alive i guess the movie's about him isn't it because he's the person we're left with i guess he's the most like constant character from the beginning to the end yeah because they leave they eventually you know they just leave it's they just judge. there's it's so arbitrary like they're repeating this pattern over and over and over again and then seven minutes in the main dude is still alive um, there's this couple that's been camping in the trailer. They're still alive. This dude that they're drinking wine with is still alive. And then it's like they looked at their watches and were like, oh, crap. And then they just run around killing everyone. Mm-hmm. And then the movie ends. Mm-hmm. It reminds me of Killer Party, actually, in that like they totally forgot to do anything until the end. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, it's just so arbitrary and bizarre. That part was not worth watching the whole film. 
but it was something. What's your effects score, Sergio? I give it one thing. Um, there weren't any effects. There was blood. It wasn't particularly good blood. There was a cut. I was kind of grossed out by that cut. Yeah. So that gives it the one thing, and not, but it doesn't deserve to. It's I mean, a sad vampire. Because there were two vampires in this film, and we got zero fangs from them. Yeah, I'm being really generous with this. I'm giving it a two because I was also grossed out by that cut on the elbow. I thought it was a decent job. Mm-hmm. And the rest was just like 70s blood smears, which I can get behind. But there's no there's no gore in this film. It's there's a no 70s gore. British film. There's not even a lot of scenery. There's like probably five different settings. Barely. You have like that huge house. I guess you have the outside of a huge house and you have like three rooms of it. Uh, it was just it was a waste. God. Such a waste. I'm so sorry. Okay. I made such a, I dragged you down this path. I just feel so bad. At least now I know that vampires can become wolves and mist. Yeah. They didn't in this movie, but they can. They can. All right, so what's your quality score overall with this movie? I gave it a two, and that was me being nice. Mm-hmm. Two plots for two vampires that I want to die. God, yeah. I, I'm i giving this a one out of five. I am so sorry. Like, I heard, I've heard this name like bandied about talking about like classic vampire films. And I was like, we have to include a lesbian vampire film in this. Cause that's like a very strong sub sub genre. Mm-hmm. And I was into checking out like what they do with it, but what they did was nothing. Mm-hmm. Softcore films are either so bad. They're good or so bad. You want to drill a hole through your brain. And this one was definitely firmly the latter. Mm-hmm. Like I can't even recommend watching it. It was like, you know, watch it as a joke with some friends, you know, like I think you could do that with Fright Night. But this one, it was just nothing happened. You're just bored out of your skull and you're forced to watch it in the hopes that something happens. Yeah. And it's just a lot of waiting for only seven minutes of detached action. I mean, maybe the point was to show how monotonous eternal life is. Kind of like the Jim Jarmusch uh, Only Lovers Left Alive. That one was different. That one had dialogue. That one had like... Yeah, anything. You were involved in it, you know? No, like, I, I was just kidding. I was but... very... In love with those vampires. I love me some TS, you know, some some Tilda Swinton. Some Taylor Swift. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, see, the thing is, I, I felt like I was living forever because my time was just endlessly extending on into the distance and this movie was not ending. From a distance. It was the worst. Um, God. What's your champion dialogue, Sergio? My champion dialogue... Okay, see, this, piece, this reason that I like this piece or this quote is because it gave the illusion that it was going somewhere, that the movie was going somewhere because one of uh, Fran meets up with one of the lady campers or the lady camper. And she's like, I always knew we'd find each other by this sign. I'll recognize you. And that makes you believe that like, Oh, she's predestined to be here or that she's connected to these two and somehow, or they're going to, or that this movie has a story. Yeah. And but it doesn't go anywhere. Like they end up killing her, don't they? Yeah, just really arbitrarily in a scene. Literally, they they cut from the outdoors to the wine cellar in the course of like a, I liked that like shot. a slap. Mm-hmm. It was pretty funny. I liked that the slap was strong enough strong enough to knock her into the next seat. Yeah, you know? like yeah, move the plot along. <laughs> yeah, thank God something happened at any point in this movie. Uh, my champion dialogue is not great. I apologize, but this movie is not great. The dialogue is awful. Um, so here's what I liked. Go on, ask. Is there a limit to the questions? There's a limit to the answers. And I was like, that one piece of dialogue actually felt like dialogue from a movie. It was 
very arbitrary and strange. Like, why would there be a limit to the questions you can ask? That's not something that happens in regular conversation. Yeah. Then again, he is. He's interviewing her. Yeah. I mean, he's a, doing like extended wine based foreplay with a hitchhiker who lives in a giant Rocky Horror mansion. So I guess uh, it's a weird situation to begin with. And our bingo. This is just a month of disappointments. I'm sorry we started off with vampires. This movie was so anti-vampire lore that all of our bingos didn't really work. Yep, there were no wolves. I learned that vampires could become wolves only to be betrayed by this movie. Yeah, and also Sergio had forgotten his previous uh, bingo submissions, so there were a lot of duplicates. Where it was like wolves was on there twice, maybe three times. Van Helsing was, twice. was on there twice. I had a lot of free spaces, I guess. Yeah, we did not get any bingos. and I felt like I cheated mine. You definitely cheated, but you still didn't get any. Let me see. What did I do? Um, there was sex. The men had to be invited in, you know, like the way vampires nope, that's do. that's nonsense. They, they, did not, they were not invited in. They just came because what else are they going to do? It's England. What, uh, they had to be invited in? Look at a cow. I stand by what I said. Okay. Hashtag Hollywood so white. There were no actors of color in this British film. Uh, and there were women in white skin that's not anything and also you still didn't get a bingo that's four this is not four out of all of them you need to get a row that's four that's a row if you say so it's a row or a column if you want to be specific okay whatever this is nonsense it's four in a row okay okay fine i can see my bingo card if you say designed okay uh, but this game was a bust. I'm going to work on different fun ideas for future months because we're not doing bingo anymore because that was a bad idea. Uh-huh. Um, actually, if anyone has any contributions they would like to make, if you have any ideas for fun games that we can play in the future, uh, let me know. Hit us up. Um, the Game of Life. Well, Connect like, 4. No, games to play on the podcast. Scrabble. Yeah, I love those games. Anyway. I hate Scrabble. Let's Words with friends. Let's check in. Remember that? Yep. Let's check in. What does uh, that mean? I'm going to tell you if you stop interrupting me. Are we on Foursquare? Yeah. Is that still a thing? Some people do it. I mean, I don't really care to know that you're at Chili's, but if you want to tell me, go ahead. Hey, look, if you're the mayor of Chili's, that's something pretty cool. <laughs> um. Anyway, so let's check in. How do you feel about vampires? Do you think you've learned anything more about them from this movie? To me... The height of all vampire, yeah, vampiredom is True Blood. True Blood was a great show. Mm-hmm. It abided by their, actually towards the end it got kind of crazy, but it abided by all the vampire rules with the exception of the wolves. Wolves were a separate entity completely. Um, one thing that I noticed, and I noticed it by watching uh, Breaking Dawn Part 2 last night. Was oh, that, another vampire classic. Yep. The Don't end know. credits are great. They were beautiful. Uh, congrats to all of you fine actors. Um, see you at the McDonald's. No, that I like. I noticed that vamp- there was a period of time where vampire movies went out of style, and I guess that can kind of be attributed to maybe the AIDS crisis. I figured because um, vampires need blood, and mm-hmm. the AIDS epidemic made it so that you couldn't do that. So I felt like, oh, maybe that's why vampire movies went away, and then they came back in the late two thousands. Or I mean, they're not to pop pop your balloon so fast but there were a lot of vampire movies in the 90s what was there interview with a vampire uh oh, fine. vampire in brooklyn uh it's not the eddie murphy one yeah bram stoker's dracula fine never mind i'm sorry i wanted to be educational but alas it was not meant to be i just feel like what is there to learn from this movie there's nothing 
Um, you mean I'm, this movie or all four? In this movie specifically. Um, this movie did not adhere to the rules of vampirism at all. Uh, they were hardly vampires. Like, I, there was definitely an interpretation where these are two insane women who like to drink blood because they don't have fangs. They don't have any vampiric qualities other than consuming blood. They could totally go outside, even though they were supposedly, like, sleeping in the cellar during the day. I feel like... Like, I'm happy that I've seen a lesbian vampire film because that is a very common trope, dating back to the sequel to Dracula. Um, Dracula's Daughter, I think is what it was called, and which had, like, heavy lesbian undertones. But, no, there's nothing new from here. I, I'm, not, I'm not feeling good about vampires. But we're going to check in fully about that in our outro episode, which is going to air on the last day of this month. So yeah, uh, if you've seen Vampires, if you watched it along with us, please let us know what you think. Try not to be too mean about it. Yeah. Um, well, about don't don't be mean to us for making you watch this if that's what happened. And what else is going on? Oh, please uh, give us suggestions for games and fun things that we can do on the podcast because we want to constantly improve for you. And there's only one way but up when it comes to vampires. You can contact us on Twitter at Scream101Pod, on Facebook at Scream101Podcast. You can email us at Scream101Podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on iTunes, subscribe, rate, and review. Give us five stars because we sat through this garbage for you. And you sat with us. Look so. what you did to so you him. Want to tell people you like five star related things. Yeah, five stars. Or like a like a constellation. Okay, there's more than five. Well, I guess it the, the no, big probably, dipper doesn't have that many. You're right. Yeah, without further ado, let's toss vampires in the garbage and never think about it again garbage if for people who aren't in the room with me sergio's doing a little dance it's great but not great audio media oh also if you guys have any uh vampire films you want to recommend to us just just shout out you know shout it at us. into the shout ether it, and it'll get it'll find its way it, to us shout it out loud like in pocahontas like the winds will carry it to us and we'll just grab it randomly a beetle sting brennan he's like <gasps> They want me to see an interview with a vampire. Anyway, okay. Bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Good luck on your journey. Stay gold. Hello, and welcome back to Scream 101 Podcast. I'm Brennan. And I'm Kesha. Yay. I knew... See, I was like, I'm doing too well. Something has to come in and mess it up, because... Our bloopers are almost entirely us trying to start the show. I know. I have to keep up with that. We have a reputation to uphold. That's very true. Okay. Um, oh, God. Why am I so loud? Hello. Hello. Should I say something? Yeah. but Bars. I... Say more. Cantinas. Just keep talking. Barras. Pigs. Massacre. Director. Florida. Fema. I don't know. We can okay. cut this out because I'm wrong. Anyway, yeah, I don't know about that. Okay, we're not including any of this. Okay, we're gonna ignore. We're gonna cut this all out. Well, yeah. Okay. No, no, no. Okay, don't cut that out. I, I will. All right. How do you feel about vampires? Do you think you've learned anything more about them from this movie? This episode was brought to you by Cupholder Radio. You can find more episodes of this show and others at cupholderradio.com or wherever podcasts are sold. Get out! The podcast is coming from inside the house. 
Hello there. I'm Uncle Ponyboy. Do you like suspense? Don't go in there! Buckets of blood and human excrement? Pour upon me! Gratuitous nudity with more boobies than you can handle? Let me see them. And radical hairstyles? Oh, yeah! Then you should check out the Gore Gab Podcast, hosted by yours truly and DJ Gill. Hello! You can find us on the iTunes Podcast Store and on Twitter at Gorgab Podcast. And while you're at it, go ahead and go check out cupholderradio.com. It's podcast for the weird at heart.